Yes, I know what you think of me. You never shut up. 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 Good morning, everybody. Today is Tuesday, January 24th, 2023. I'm your host, Seifrin Jr., and today is day 60 of our 100 piece challenge. Just saying the word 60 feels good. Knowing that for the last 60 plus days, I've really tried to focus on my goals. Of course, I thought by the time I said 60 that it would be much easier. That I would just be like floating around accomplishing tasks, like a little Tinkerbell, like a little task Tinkerbell. But that's not what's happened. I have this like little tape in my head and I I feel like I fight myself sometimes. I don't know why. I don't know why. But truly, I didn't think at day 60 it would be any kind of struggle. I really set this in motion for myself because I thought like, oh, okay, I just need a way or I need like an accountability circuit to manage myself and manage my dreams. An accountability circuit, you know, a cycle. I thought, yes, this will be easy. This will be easy. I have a little habit tracker. You know, I have a habit tracker now called Habit. You know, it's colorful. I like it. It's fine. It's fine. Everything's fine. But my original habit tracker, the one that I used to do on paper, I kind of like that better. And I felt like I was doing better with that because I got to color in the little boxes. Maybe that's the key. Maybe the key is to just do what makes you happy. Maybe that's the key is to do what makes you happy every time. And there are people out there who do what makes them happy and they don't even think about this bullshit. So I like that. I like those people. Today we pulled Wait Until Tomorrow, which is a song that Tori Amos, I guess, I don't know anything about this song, frankly. Um, I know that it appears in a short film, a Western short by the Bullets. <laughs> I know that it's a movie and this song appears on the soundtrack for that film. And I really like it. I really like the production on it. I think it's a really interesting track. We'll play it here at the end in case you don't know it. It's not really popular. Not very many people know about it. I don't know anything about it. But what I find really interesting about it is that the message is the exact opposite of the title. It's like working against itself. So the song's called Wait Until Tomorrow. But the only time it's said is in the context of what I have to say won't wait until tomorrow. And then she repeats, wait until tomorrow, wait, wait, wait until tomorrow. What I have to say won't wait until tomorrow. It's important right now. It's important in this moment. It can't wait is the context of the song of the title, at least, right? What I have to say won't wait until tomorrow. You can't trust that something's gonna be there tomorrow or that something's gonna be accomplishable tomorrow. And of course, I'm thinking when I thought that, I thought of the Mel Gibson, not Mel Gibson, what's her name? Not, it's not Mel Gibson, Mel Robbins. She wrote the book, The Five Second Rule. I think, yes, it's Mel Robbins. She wrote a book called The Five Second Rule and how to transform your life, work, and confidence with everyday courage. And I've talked about it before. It's about that moment that you have an impulse to do something that you have to act on it within five seconds or your brain is going to kill that impulse. So if you feel like, oh, you wake up and like, oh, I should get up and I should drink my water and do my steps, do it right then. Do it right then because your brain's going to kill that impulse. And I have great success. The one thing I can say about myself, and I know myself, the one thing I can say that is 
inherently true, consistently true, and will stay true to the morning that I pass away is that everything happens in the morning for me. I can do anything in the morning. When I first wake up, I have this boundless energy. I can do anything and I can accomplish any task. If my brain said workout, I actually like in the morning is when it's going to happen. If it's going to happen at all, you know, it's going to happen in the morning. Yes. I don't know what that impulse is. I think it's, um, you know, my brain is fog free, <laughs> fog free, free, free of fog. That's how I work. But the five second rule is how to transform your life by not waiting until tomorrow. Wait, wait, wait until tomorrow. So I'm going to read this little bit about the five second rule just to give a little context. Mel poured herself what she hoped was enough bourbon to drown her sorrows. She just had had a fight with her husband over an upcoming bankruptcy and the kids missing their school bus earlier that morning. Trash. Sure, she could blame him for the failing restaurant, but when it came to being unemployed and oversleeping every single morning of the last three months, she knew it was her responsibility. Mel shook her head as if it would shake negative thoughts out of her mind, but of course it didn't work. So she turned on the TV. There was an ad with a rocket launch, and that's when the idea struck her like lightning or like a rocket. What if I propelled myself out of bed like that rocket, she thought to herself. Five. Four, three, two, one, and up I'd go. At that time, Mel didn't know her idea would become an international best-selling book called The Five-Second Rule. What's the rule? The rule is, if you have an instinct to act on a goal, you must physically move within five seconds or your brain will kill it. Your brain, how dare you work against me? Sounds a bit, but I mean, that's not the first time. Okay, sounds a bit foggy and borderline woo-woo. <laughs> Hear me out first. We'll explore why you should consider this rule, the science behind it, and how to use it to act faster on your productive intentions. I call productive intentions every act and decision that can bring positive results in your life. For instance, getting enough sleep is productive, and so is the decision to eat a salad instead of lasagna at lunch. Productivity isn't limited to how many sales you close or pages you write in a day. Why is the five-second rule relevant? We all know what we should do. Even better, we want to do what we should do. The problem is we suck at taking action, and our brains are the ones to blame. I thought it was just me. Oh, this is so comforting. Your brain is wired to stop you from doing things that are uncomfortable or uncertain or scary, Robin said in an interview. You have a five-second window in which you can move from idea to action before your brain kicks into full gear and sabotages any change of behavior. In other words, if you want to act on your productive intentions, you need to do it before your brain talks you out of it. What's the science behind the five-second rule? That's a good headline because that's what I want to know too. The short answer is metacognition. Metacognition is a fancy word for your ability to outsmart your brain, and the five-second rule is one way to do just that. When you count backwards, you break unconscious habit loops and replace them with deliberate decision-making. Researchers found that 40% of our mental and physical behaviors are routines wired into our limbic systems, aka the irrational part of your brain. Habits are the reason why you jump on the subway when you plan to walk home. They're also the reason why you let go of an argument with your spouse despite planning to bring it up. The same goes for ignoring work emails. I have never in my entire life, to my detriment, ignored a work email, but that's fine. When you apply the five-second rule, however, you interrupt automatic pa- I'm serious. I will be like, um, as per your last email, blah, 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 blah. I will just not let things go, you know? 
I feel like I want, I demand professionalism from everyone. There's this one person that, anyway, it doesn't matter. Okay, anyway, when you apply the five second rule, C5, four, three, two, one. When you apply the five second rule, however, you interrupt automatic patterns and use the prefrontal cortex, the rational part of your brain. Instead, deliberate thinking allows you to skip past your brain's resistance to change. Instead of dreading that 30 minute walk home, you'd find yourself taking the first step. Instead of overthinking the outcome of a heated conversation with your spouse, you'd share your feelings and build trust. And instead of pissing off clients and bosses, you'd clean your inbox. I have a clean inbox. I do inbox zero at work. I have like three emails in my inbox that I have to answer when I get to work today. Anyway, shut up. I'm insufferable. Okay, how to apply the five second rule. Remember the productive intentions from before? We'll use them to make the five second rule more practical. When a productive intention comes to mind, act on it in less than five seconds or let it go forever. Here are four concrete examples. Well, I don't know about forever. Let's unpack that, Mel. Like if I didn't want to take my 10,000 steps in the next five seconds, would I never get to walk again? Capture worthy ideas. Number one, capture worthy ideas. The best ideas often show up out of their proper context. You could be at a party when a solution for a work problem pops into your head. Conversely, you could come up with a perfect gift for your parents during a staff meeting. Either way, you can act on your idea right away. Take five seconds to see if it's worth keeping for later. If your idea passes your short test, write or type it down for later use. If it doesn't, let it go and shift your focus back to whatever is in front of you. Two, start your scheduled tasks in less than five seconds. Have you planned to run around the block at eight in the morning? Put your shoes on and go outside before your brain starts to play tricks on you. Maybe it's a report you plan to draft this afternoon. Open your word processor and type the title. Whatever the task, start at five seconds after you receive a notification or check your calendar. You'll give yourself enough momentum and increase your chances of making progress. Three, beat the paradox of choice. The more choices we have, the less decisive we become. Yes, I would endorse that fully. When hesitating between three or four choices in a restaurant or in front of Netflix, take five seconds to settle on one. This may sound dull, but it will help you reduce the fear of missing out on the alternatives. Yes, I am an endless, like, what do I watch? And then I go through, I'm like suddenly going through all movies alphabetically and there's thousands. It's just too much. Four, use the five second rule to react faster. The idea is to reduce the number of occasions that you tell yourself, I should have done something about it. Whether it's something a colleague just said at work or flowers you wanted to buy for date night, beat your brain into action. Otherwise, it'll start to whisper things like, shh, let Tom's comment go. No waves, remember? Or really, flowers? So freaking silly. Count down to five and act or react. I'm sure you can handle whatever comes next. Besides, growth is always on the other side of discomfort. Okay, thank you, Mel Robbins. I want to look at the brain. Here's the thing. I can do that, and today I'm committing to doing that because this song came and told me you cannot wait until tomorrow, and I have my own fitness journey goals. Oh my God. Oh my God, with tour coming up. Okay, I can't wait until tomorrow. Wait, wait, wait until tomorrow. Um, I'm looking at the brain. She was saying all these funny things like the rational part of your brain. I'm going to say brain. I'm typing in brain chart. Does anybody do this? Google things? <laughs> anybody? Is it just me? Here's a chart of the brain, the human brain and body and behavior. I just want the brain. Okay, there's one, two, three, four, five, six parts of the brain. The frontal lobe, the temporal lobe, the brain stem, 
the cerebellum, the occipital lobe, and the parietal lobe. Did I not learn anything in high school? I don't think I did. Or maybe it's been... It's only been a short time. You think I'd remember. Okay. All I know is that it looks like cauliflower, but we're going to read about these lobes. <laughs> the parietal lobe controls touch, pain, and understanding of objects and space, has a role in knowledge of numbers. The occipital lobe, which is the lobe in the back, processes sight and smell, coordinates eye movements, perception, and visual information. Thanks, occipital lobe. The cerebellum, oh, I know about the cerebellum, controls movement, muscles, and balance, plays an essential role in voluntary motor skills. The frontal lobe, isn't that my creative lobe? The frontal lobe, responsible for problem solving, reasoning, thinking, emotional expressions, and behavior. The temporal lobe has an essential role in hearing and speech, as well as recognition and information retrieval slash memory. And finally, the brainstem allows transfer of information between brain and body, controls function like breathing and circulation. The brain's a weird looking, the brain. You know how long I tried to find that transparent picture of the brain that she talked about for Caudalite Sneeze? I went through National Geographics from that time period. I could not find a picture of the brain. No, I think I did find a picture that I thought might have been what she was talking about because it was kind of like translucent. I can't remember anymore. I can't remember anything except for that. I need to publish this in five seconds or I won't ever do it. But that's not true. I'll do it. I want to bring context to this song. Wait until tomorrow. Remember, it's about not waiting until tomorrow. It's about getting up, getting off your asses and doing something right now. You think you're going to dance to Raspberry Swirl later? Dance to it now. Okay. I like two for Tuesday because we contextualize the song. Wait until tomorrow. And then let's see what else we're pulling. Giant's Rolling Pin. Giant's Rolling Pin is a song. Oh, thank I don't, you know. Okay. <laughs> Giant's Rolling Pin is a song that is about an adventure, right? I'm off to find the Giant's Rolling Pin. So what I have to say won't wait until tomorrow. Don't wait until tomorrow to have that adventure. Do it today. That's what it is saying in context with Giants Rolling Pin. Do it now. Do it today. Get up out of bed. Do it right this second. Because not only is tomorrow not guaranteed, tomorrow you have a lot of other stuff on your plate. You have to do tomorrow what you think about doing tomorrow. So you got to do today what you just thought about doing. That makes sense. Pop. Whoosh. You see? That's the fog lifting. <laughs> I hope you have a wonderful day. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Bye. This isn't the end. It isn't over because you kill me. What you kill, what you kill is a shell, but an idea, an idea doesn't die. Every word I've said will be remembered. No, no, I don't think I've failed. Nothing happens before it's time, but in the words of Victor Hugo, nothing can stop an idea whose time has come. If you don't believe anything I've said, wait until tomorrow. Yeah, wait until tomorrow. Have you ever disappeared, reappearing everywhere? That there is sorrow melt into a single tear. What I have to say won't wait until tomorrow.
Don't cry, baby. Don't cry, baby. Don't cry, angel. Never Shut Up is a production of the Sideways Society. For more information and links to things mentioned on the show, please visit us online at songsoftoriamus.com. Yes, I know what you think of me. You never shut up.